It's sort of an online trend to post about wellness, wellness routines, habits for wellness. I'm assuming we've all seen it, but just in case some of you out there haven't, I'll explain it to you. Wellness content consists of videos or photos of people participating in habits that ultimately make them healthier and happier and better. And I feel like wellness content is centered around feeling your best, being your best. It's rooted in positivity, I would say. Although I think its impact is much more complicated. You know, wellness content can be inspiring to people, which is great. It can also be discouraging for some people because they're like, wow, this person looks like they have their shit together. I could never have my shit together like they do. You know, I think it can be negative in that aspect. And I think a lot of people exaggerate about their wellness routine. They're like, well, I wake up at this time and then I do this perfect routine, blah, 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 blah. And it's not even accurate, you know? Well, listen, I'm here to participate in the wellness content. Yeah, I am. Because I am about to lay out for you my wellness routine. I know, I can't believe it either. And before you're like, Emma, no, stop. We don't care. I know that, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Listen, I definitely have a very specific wellness routine, okay? Certain habits, certain things that I do that make me feel my best inside and out, to be honest. And I will say that my wellness routine makes my life better. These habits have had a positive impact on my life. And so I wanted to share what my wellness routine is. And listen, hopefully it's useful in some way. Hopefully its impact is positive because you never know with wellness content. It seems to be a double-edged sword. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche Bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Purina. As the owner of two cats, I totally understand the healing power of pets, and so does Purina, which is why they're addressing the youth mental health crisis by making pet therapy more accessible. Research shows that pet therapy can help reduce stress, anxiety, and depression, as well as boost self-confidence. So to help ensure there's a therapy dog available for any kid who needs it, Purina is helping get more certified, starting with their employees' pets. To learn more, visit Purina.com slash mental health. Let's waste no time. Let's dive in to my wellness routine. 
Now, this is not necessarily chronological. I'm just going to go through various habits that I think benefit my overall well-being physically and mentally. To start, we need to talk about pooping, okay? Because I have a very sensitive stomach, very sensitive. And when my stomach is not happy, mama's not happy, okay? And I'll tell you, I have to be careful with her. And that starts with eating a balanced diet, okay? I need my fiber. I need my fat. I need my protein. I need my carbs. I need a very balanced situation because when I eat very balanced, my body is happy. My tummy is happy. And there are some foods that irritate my stomach. For example, milk. Some cheeses are fine, like hard cheese, fine. Milk, like straight up milk, straight up ice cream, ouch. That doesn't feel good. Cauliflower, weirdly, hurts my stomach. Pineapple, oh, I love it so much, hurts my stomach. There are certain things that hurt my stomach and I just avoid those on a consistent basis. But other than that, I just focus on eating as balanced as possible. But that also doesn't mean not having fun, okay? Uh Uh-uh, because another big piece of my wellness routine is having fucking fun, okay? I'm out to dinner one night with friends and we order ice cream. I'm gonna eat the ice cream. Am I gonna be in pain a little bit? Yeah, but if it's gonna make me happy, to eat the ice cream, I'm going to eat the ice cream. If we order a cauliflower appetizer at a restaurant and it looks really yummy to me and I really want to eat it, will I eat it even though it'll hurt my stomach? Maybe. If that's going to make me happy, that's something I'm going to do. You know, balance. Next, when it comes to actual pooping, I need a squatty potty. I need a squatty potty. If you don't know what it is, it's a little wedge that you put right under your toilet so that when you're sitting on the toilet, your feet are elevated. Now, according to Squatty Potty's inventors, squatting moves your colon into the ideal position to go poop without straining. This and similar posture-changing devices claim that they can help you go more easily and avoid constipation. Now, I have a particular problem with constipation. Wow, I really started out just talking about poop. But it's like we're getting this over with and then we're gonna talk about other things, but let's just get the poop out of the way because it's like, ugh, you know? And also shed the people listening who who can't handle the real stuff, okay? You can't handle poop talk? Get out of here, okay? Getting y'all out of here because if you can't take the heat, get out of my kitchen. I need a squatty potty and you know, I don't always have access to one, but I'll always find a way to get my legs into the right position. I've moved a mini trash can that was next to the toilet so that I could put my legs up on it. It just helps me poop so much. Like I need my squatty potty. So it's, you know, for me, keeping the gut right is so crucial. And it's a combination of eating really balanced and nutritionally dense food, you know, on a regular basis and then having fun the rest of the time and then pooping with a squatty potty. That's really seemed to be what it takes for me. Also being aware of what my body reacts badly to and, you know, weighing the pros and cons of eating those things, right? Like, okay, well, that's going to hurt my stomach. Do I want to eat that? Mm, Yeah, I do because it looks really yummy or eh, it's not worth it. You know, it's going to ruin the rest of my evening and I'm going to have to lay flat. Or else I'm going to be, you know, farting or something. Or my stomach is just going to feel uncomfortable. 
Next, hydration. I have been dehydrated for my whole life. I'm the worst at drinking water, but it's been a game changer for me to fill up my big Stanley cup, my big water bottle with ice and water with electrolytes in it. Okay. I do a little electrolyte powder in my water and it adds a little bit of flavor, which helps me drink more of it. And my favorite brand of electrolytes right now is Ultima, the brand Ultima. I like the raspberry flavor. It just helps me get the water down. Okay. Just having a big bottle of water all day long keeps me hydrated. When I'm traveling and I don't have my big Stanley cup filled with water, I don't drink water. I'm not kidding. I'll go a whole day. I'll go a whole day. I don't know how I'm alive sometimes. It's unbelievable. Next, it is crucial for me for many reasons to have my daily movement. And my daily movement looks different every day. Sometimes it's a workout class, like a boot camp style class. Sometimes it's hot Pilates. Sometimes it's hot yoga. Sometimes it's going for a walk. Something I've been recently doing is just walking on the treadmill and getting some work done on my phone, like doing emails, just walking on the treadmill, just getting my body moving a little bit, you know? Sometimes I get my movement in by doing chores for like an hour, you know? It just depends. But it's so important for me to be moving around because I sit a lot for my job. There's a lot of sitting at my computer, sitting here recording a podcast. There's a lot of sitting. I do a lot of sitting. And when I don't move enough, I don't sleep well. I tend to be more anxious. I don't feel as strong and healthy. It's just not good. So I get my fucking movement in, okay, every day. I try to, I'm moving every day somehow. Next, in the shower, I shampoo and condition my hair with specific shampoo and conditioner meant for severely damaged hair, okay? I didn't know for a long time that it actually makes a difference to choose shampoo and conditioner specifically for your hair's needs. But over the past few years, I've been discovering that. And right now, my hair is so damaged, so damaged. If you want to know about that story, um, you can go listen to my episode that I made probably eight, 10 months ago now about when all my hair fell out. So go listen to that if you're curious about that. I'm on a hair recovery journey right now. So I'm using shampoo and conditioner specifically formulated for severely damaged hair. Hair that has been damaged by heat, by bleach. It's super gentle and it's specifically for the type of hair that I have right now. I also exfoliate my body every single time I'm in the shower. I have exfoliating gloves. So they're like gloves that you put on your hands that are rough. And I put exfoliating soap, okay, that has little exfoliating, I don't know, it might be sugar or something. I don't know what it is. I think it's sugar. I do like a sugar scrub in these scrubbing mitts all over my body and I rub hard. Gets all the dead skin off. Feels good. It feels really good. When I get out of the shower, I'm lathering in oil. I, I've never liked lotion, okay? I've always had a hard time with lotion. I've found lotions in the past that I like, but I've always liked them because I've been like, oh, it's good for a lotion, but I don't like the way lotion feels, okay? Nothing against lotion. I just don't love the sensation. And there are some good ones out there. Don't get me wrong. But again, it's just, 
it's never been my thing. Okay. It's always been something that I dread. Like I get out of the shower and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so not excited to put the lotion on right now. Like even with my favorite lotion, I'm like, ah, I'd rather not put it on. It's just, it, I don't like the way it feels. So then I started using body oil and wow, everything has changed for me. I'm obsessed. I love being oiled up. I get out of the shower and I just oil up. My favorite oil ever is the Sol de Janeiro Bum Bum Body Fermenza Oil. Actually, they have sponsored the podcast before, but they're not sponsoring this episode. This is completely unsponsored and I did not need to... This is not sponsored, okay? Not sponsored. I just genuinely love that oil. Wow, it is amazing. And then for my hair, fresh out the shower, I have a scalp serum. It is rice water, okay? Rice water serum all over my scalp. I put it in my hands and I massage it into my scalp. Then on the ends of my hair, I do, again, a specific serum meant for super damaged hair like mine. And then occasionally, if I need a little bit more hydration, I'll spray a little bit of leave-in conditioner, brush it through, let it air dry. Again, we're on the hair healing journey right now. Taking care of the hair is crucial. And for so many years, I really didn't take care of my hair. Like I just get out of the shower and be like, okay, I'm done now. But I've been adding products in that help to moisturize and hydrate and seal. And it's been really good. Also, the rice water serum on the scalp is supposed to help your hair grow. But I don't know if that's true, to be honest, but I'm using it anyway. And my hair has been growing pretty fast. I don't think it has anything to do with that. To be honest, I think it has to do with, I don't know, maybe what I'm eating. I feel like I eat a lot of avocados and I feel like all the avocados are going straight to my hair. I'm not kidding. I I feel like it's like the avocado to me. Maybe I read that somewhere that like avocado makes your hair grow. I could be spreading so much fake news. I don't know. And then let's talk about my morning skincare routine. Okay. Usually the skincare routine I do fresh out the shower. I start with a gentle cleanse. Okay. Something very gentle. And then I use a gentle pH balancing toner. And the reason why I use this is because if the skin's pH rises into the alkaline range, its natural balance is all fucked up. And this messes with your skin's barrier function, which can result in water loss, okay? And you want your skin to be hydrated, right? When your skin's barrier function is all messed up, it's less resilient and more sensitive to things around us in our environment, right? So I like to use this pH balancing toner in the morning because it helps get the pH right so that my skin's more resilient to all the things that it will encounter throughout the day. And then on top of that, I use a light moisturizer, light, because I don't like being all slimy throughout the day. And right now, that's all I'm doing. That's it. Just those two products in the morning. If my skin is super dry, I will do a thin layer of a face oil. I recently found out that my skin loves oil, which it just sounds counterintuitive to put oil on your skin when you're trying to clear your skin, but it really works for me. I've been using oil a lot more recently and my skin loves it. So that's how I sort of take care of my physical body in the first half of the day. And when I'm really good about doing all those things, I feel so good. 
you know, when I'm when I'm not skipping steps, when I'm taking the time to do all those things, it really makes me feel good. And it shows, you know, because I'm taking care of my skin and my hair. And as a result, I look more radiant in a lot of ways. I and I and I feel better. You know, I feel good. Like I physically feel good. You know how it is when you feel clean and moisturized and all that. You just feel delish. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. So the next piece of my wellness routine is more about mental wellness. It's so important to have a thoughtful schedule. You need a work, personal, social, life balance, right? I like to have specific days where I work. Usually for me, it's like Monday through Friday. Okay, we're working, right? Monday through Friday, Emma works. Emma's work ends Friday night because then it's the weekend. But during the week, most of the time I'm alone. I'm not going out. I'm not going to parties. I'm not going out to dinner. I'm not socializing. I'm working. I'm hibernating. I'm getting things done. And then the second the weekend hits, it's go time. Now, this is obviously subject to change. There are times when something comes up on a weekday and I'm like, oh, I really don't want to miss this. And so I'll go and, and that's fine. And that's also a part of my wellness routine is like giving myself a level of flexibility when it's something that's going to make me happy in some way. But for the most part, I'm very organized about when I work and when I'm social. And I don't let people bully me into not sticking to my schedule. I know that I feel best when I have five dedicated days a week to get my work done. And then I have two days to recover. That's what works for me. And sometimes people will be like, come on, like, yeah, it's Thursday, but like, whatever, it's almost Friday. And I'm like, no, I have shit to do. So no. 
And I have to be firm about it, but it's very important to me that I do that. And that ensures that I get all my shit done and it boosts my self-esteem too because I'm getting my shit done, you know, and that makes me feel good about myself. Next, I give myself moments of relief in life. I expend a lot of discipline when it comes to exercising, getting work done, et cetera, et cetera. We all do, right? And so it's important to give ourselves moments of relief. And for me, that's eating my lunch and watching a YouTube video in the middle of the workday or scrolling through Pinterest for a half hour in the middle of my workday. You know, sometimes I just need a little slice of relief. And that really helps me, you know, that helps me keep the mood up. But also during the week, I find smart ways to integrate social time. You know, when I'm driving to my morning workout class, I'll call one of my parents, check in with them. When I'm doing the chores around the house, I'll call one of my friends, check in with them. When I'm in bed about to go to sleep, I'll call one of my parents, maybe say goodnight. You know, it's like fitting things in where it makes sense, but being really thoughtful with my time and being really intentional with my time. It's actually Friday right now when I'm recording this. I don't know what I'm doing later though. We'll see. Maybe nothing. That would suck. I really look forward to my Fridays. And when I don't have a fun Friday, I'm, I'm bummed, which is so stupid. It's like, no, it's not stupid. I really enjoy my Fridays and I deserve to have my Fridays. That's Fridays make me happy, happy. Speaking of Fridays, another important piece of my wellness routine is not drinking too much alcohol. Okay. Really, really, really staying away from the alcohol. I will dapple in drinking. Okay. I'm not completely not drinking alcohol, right? I'll have a glass of wine at dinner here, a tequila soda over here. But most nights, majority of nights, I'm not surpassing two drinks over the course of like five hours. That's what makes me feel good. I still can be social and enjoy that. But I don't wake up the next morning feeling like I'm really ill and I have no friends and everyone hates me. The anxiety I get after I drink is day ruining, sometimes week ruining, and it kind of ruins the next day for me. Every once in a while, I'll go crazy. Okay, I'll go crazy. I'll get drunk. It'll be fun. It's fun. It's fun. Every once in a while, I'll do that. But for the most part, for my general well-being, we're really keeping the alcohol to a minimum. And it just makes me feel better overall. Next, let's talk about my makeup routine because this is a part of my wellness routine, you know, the way I do my makeup because I use makeup as a way to express myself, accentuate my features. You know, I use it as an accessory to my outfits at times. And I sort of have two routines. One is very simple. It's just concealer, mainly on my cheeks and around my mouth where I have redness or discoloration. And then blend that out and then lip liner and a lip balm. I usually use a lip liner that is slightly darker than my natural lip color. And then I fill it in with a balm that is a little bit lighter than the lip liner, but a little bit darker than my lip color. And that's one look that I do. Okay. Very simple, very light. Oh, and I'll like brush my eyebrows. If I want to go a little harder, I do 
a hydrating foundation, but I don't cover my under eyes anymore. I've grown to really appreciate my dark circles under my eyes, and so I don't cover them anymore. So I take the foundation and I put it pretty much everywhere except for under my eyes. Then I go in with concealer, touch up all the little blemishes. Then I take a cream bronzer, go on the cheekbone, a little bit on the forehead, a little bit on the jawline, whatever, blend that out. Then I set with a little bit of powder, a little bit of transparent powder. Then I do a little bit of powdered bronzer just around the areas that I bronzed my face with the cream bronzer. Then I've been doing the same eye look, okay? It's like a sand color as the base. And then I put a grayish dark brown into my crease, matte. Both of these are matte shadows. And then I blend in sort of a darkish green, brown green into the crease as well. And then I just blend that out messily. And then big lashes, you know, lots of mascara, a little bit chunky. I don't know. It's kind of my vibe right now. And then again, it's the lip liner, the same one I talked about earlier, slightly darker than my natural lip color with that pretty natural looking balm. And that's the makeup look. And what I like about it is that it's a little vampy, you know, it's a little Count Dracula. It looks a little dark. And for whatever reason, I'm loving that right now. And I'm also loving not covering my dark circles. I really am appreciating them and I'm done covering them up. So that's sort of been my makeup routine recently. It's kind of unique in a way because I don't use blush. I don't use highlighter. It's a little vampy. It's a little Count Dracula-esque. And it's just a phase probably, but I'm enjoying it for now. Okay, next piece. What I wear. So crucial for my wellness overall because when I'm in clothes that are uncomfortable, I am not myself. I'm not myself. I can't be funny. I can't be witty. I can't be thoughtful. I can't be engaged in a conversation. All I can think about is how uncomfortable the clothing I'm wearing is. I can't preach this enough. Comfortable clothes will allow you to be the best version of yourself. It will allow your personality to shine. And you do not have to sacrifice style to be comfortable. Sick of this narrative that beauty is pain. Done with it, not true. You can, okay, put together a badass outfit that is so comfortable. And I prioritize that over everything else. I don't want to go out unless I'm wearing a comfortable outfit. The only exception is for fashion events, okay? When I'm going to a fashion event, all bets are off. It's just, we're just trying to make a cool look. But on a day to day basis, even on the weekends when I go out, it's all about comfort. You know, I don't need to wear super tight pants that are like choking me. And you know, if I do, maybe I'll make them extra stretchy so that they're comfortable. I don't need to wear a turtleneck that's too tight around my neck. No, I'll wear a different shirt. You know what I'm saying? It's like comfort is number one priority. Next, I meditate and journal intuitively. I meditate and journal when I need it. I found that this is how it's the most beneficial for me when I'm forcing myself to be super regimented about it. It can sometimes start to feel like a chore. And when I inevitably fail at sticking to it consistently, it ends up just messing with my self-esteem. So keeping those tools in my toolbox is very helpful, but I only utilize them when I need them. Next, occasional massages. I'm not the type 
a person getting a massage every week. But there are two types of massages that I get when I need them. And oh my God, I mean, it's the best. It's the best thing in the world, okay? When you need a massage and you get a massage, it's amazing. My dad gets massages as well. He's kind of the one that inspired me. He's like, Emma, this is life-changing. And it has really become a part of my wellness routine. You know, from the various exercises that I do, I get really, really locked up. And when I'm finding that I'm really locked up, I'll go in and get a super deep tissue massage. And they'll work out all the little knots that I have around and I will leave feeling a thousand times better. Do I do it every month? Not even. Sometimes I don't go in for six months, but then sometimes I go in three times in a month. You know what I mean? It's all over the place. But when I feel myself tight and uncomfortable, I now know I got to go get a massage and it has been a game changer for me. I also get lymphatic massages and that's a slightly different type of massage. It's basically, let's Google it. Lymph drainage massage has become a popular form of massage due to its potential health benefits. This specialized approach focuses on the lymphatic system, which is part of the immune system. This type of massage aims to help the body maintain proper blood circulation, blood fluid balance, and immune functions. So I love to get lymphatic drainage massages when I've just traveled or I'm super hormonal and I'm like swollen and I feel inflamed and uncomfortable. Also, when I'm having stomach issues, lymphatic drainage really helps with my stomach issues because they massage the stomach in a certain way that really helps move things along, if you will. So those are the two types of massages that I get. And again, it depends. I go through phases with them. I'm not super consistent on a weekly basis or anything, but I go when I need it and I know when I need it. I'm so glad I started going because it really makes me feel good. Okay, now let's talk about my teeth routine. This is a huge part of my wellness routine because fun fact about me, I have receding gums. If you don't know what receding gums are, it's when your gums are starting to disappear, okay? Like they're starting to shrink shorter and shorter. So more of your teeth are starting to show. Yeah, it's not good. It's genetic for me. I have very thin gum tissue and receding gums in general just run in my family. But the last time I was at the dentist, they were like, Emma, your teeth are very clean. You're taking great care of your teeth, but your gums are fucked. Like you are going to need gum surgery sooner than you should if you don't fix your gums. And that was upsetting for me to hear. So I was like, what do I do? And they were like, well, number one, it's probably because you're brushing too hard and your gums are already thin. You know what I mean? They're easy to damage, right? And you're brushing too hard. So I've really made it a priority to brush lighter, brush really light. I always thought that my teeth weren't getting clean if I wasn't brushing really hard. Apparently that's not true. So I've been brushing lighter, using sensitive toothpaste, using soft bristled toothbrushes, okay? Flossing every night. I always, I've always lied to the dentist. They're like, you floss every day? I'm like, twice a day, babe. Try me. Meanwhile, I'm flossing once every six months. No, that's not true. Like once a week, maybe once a week. No, once a week at least. 
yeah, I was I, I wasn't always great at flossing. Um, but I was brushing so hard and my teeth looked really clean to me. So I was like, we're good. The flossing really helps with the gum health as well. And last but not least, I've been using a water pick to really clean in between the teeth. A water pick is like this stick that you put into your mouth and it sprays water in between your teeth to clean it out really well. And that's been helping as well. So I have a very specific routine for my gums and my gums are looking a lot better, actually. If you also brush too hard when you brush your teeth, take this advice, okay? Because this is what my dentist told me. When you're brushing your teeth, don't think about all the shit that happened to you throughout the day because that's going to make you brush harder because you're all stressed out. Focus on simply your brush touching your teeth and focus on doing that gently and watch what happens. And my gums are looking great. Next, Emma needs a heating pad in bed. I love laying on a heating pad in bed. I don't fall asleep with it on, but right up until the final second, that shit's on. And simultaneously, my bedroom needs to be at 65 degrees. I sound like a diva, and maybe I am. But that recipe is unbelievable for me. And a lot of times that works wonders. That's all I need. A cold room and a heating pad, and I'm asleep in a second. But sometimes I need a little bit more, and sleep is important for my wellness. So we have some backup plans. I will listen to a sleep meditation if I need one. That helps me a lot. And the next morning I wake up and I feel refreshed and clear-minded. I should honestly listen to them every single night, but some nights I just want to fall asleep to the TV. And so I let myself do that. And sometimes I fall asleep to nothing, just silence. And that's nice too. But I think the sleep meditation is probably the best option I've experienced. And then if that doesn't work, I'll take a little bit of magnesium and that really helps me relax. And if that doesn't work, I'll take a little bit of melatonin. Now, I used to take way too much melatonin. Okay, melatonin is a supplement. It's like a vitamin. And you're supposed to take like, I don't know, one to five milligrams. I used to take 10 every night and it would give me insane nightmares. Um, But I used to have a really hard time falling asleep. So I was taking too much melatonin and I don't think it's dangerous but you shouldn't do that. Nowadays, I take two or three milligrams when I want to go to sleep. And then last but not least, I just discovered that I'm really allergic to my cats. (laughs) Not only that, but I also am allergic to the pollen outside. I have allergies, okay? So I've been taking an allergy pill almost every day, and that has been helping me keep my allergies under control. And I never even realized how bad my allergies were until they got so bad that I was like, I need to do something. And then I took allergy medicine, like over-the-counter Claritin, right? Changed everything for me. I was like, why have I not been doing this this whole time? Like, I've just been dealing with my allergies. I always try not to like take a pill or something if I don't need it. And, you know, my allergies have always been somewhat frustrating, but never to a point where it was like hard for me to function. And then this year just got so bad that I started taking allergy medicine and that's really making me feel good. Next, I love having my nails done. I really do. That's a part of my wellness routine. Always having fresh, clean nails because I might have a pimple. My hair might be falling out. I might smell like shit, but my nails will always look good. And that makes me happy. I love having my nails done. Oh, it's the best feeling. It's like I, 
it's something that really is a priority for me. Like I don't really get my hair done very often. I don't, I don't wear makeup every day. You know, like I'm not super consistent with makeup, but I'm really consistent about the nails. The nails are never forgotten. They're never neglected. They're up there on the list of priorities. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank. Unlike this podcast, some things in life should be boring, like banking, because boring is pragmatic and responsible, level-headed and wise. All the things that you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for red carpets, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money. Because when your money is doing what you need it to do, you can do all the unboring things you want to do with it. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go onto it and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code EMMA. Okay, now let's discuss my evening skincare routine. It's pretty similar to my morning skincare routine, but it's different enough. So I start by removing my makeup if I'm wearing makeup. I wear makeup mm, twice a week, usually. If nothing's going on, like I'm not going to events and stuff, and it's just a normal week, I wear makeup like twice a week. Sometimes I'll remove it using a makeup wipe, okay? If I'm on the go, I'm using a makeup wipe. I keep makeup wipes everywhere, in my car, in my bag, everywhere. Because when I'm on the go, I want to be able to take my makeup off immediately when I don't need to be wearing makeup anymore. Like at the end of the night, let's say I went to dinner. Let's say I went to a party. I want to get into my car and be able to take my makeup off immediately. To some of you, that might be overkill. I just love taking my makeup off and I want to do it immediately when I can. So sometimes I take my makeup off starting with a makeup wipe. When I take my makeup off at home, I start out with eye makeup remover. I don't know how people don't use eye makeup remover and they just go in immediately with a facial cleanser and they, you know, get their mascara and eye makeup off using that. I really don't like that method. I take the time to specifically remove my eye makeup, okay? I soak a cotton pad with eye makeup remover and I really get every last little particle of mascara off my eye. I have to. then. I go in and I cleanse my face. I have a really great makeup removing cleanser. It's sort of milky and it's really gentle and I'll cleanse my face with that. If I feel like it didn't get all my makeup off, I'll use that cleanser again, okay? So I'll wash my face twice 
with the same cleanser. It's super gentle. It's good at breaking down makeup and stuff like that. So I'll use that cleanser twice. Then I go in with a chemical exfoliant. I don't know what I was doing before I started using chemical exfoliants. Basically, what a chemical exfoliant is, is it's a type of product that helps to get rid of the dead skin cells that are on your face. I've noticed personally when I'm using a chemical exfoliant regularly, my skin looks more vibrant. I break out less and my skin just feels softer, more hydrated. I don't know. It's just, it's changed my life. So I'll use a chemical exfoliant. And then after that, I use a thick night cream. Okay. During the day, I want to wear something a bit lighter. At night, I want to be soaked. Like I want my face to look soaked. So I put on a thick night cream. And then when I'm feeling like my eyes are dry, this isn't all the time, but when I'm feeling like my eyes are dry, I'll put on a thick nighttime eye cream. This isn't a daily occurrence. This is only when I feel like my under eyes need it. You know what I'm saying? I try to use the least amount of products possible. And I try to only use things when I feel like I need them, I guess. And then last step is a little bit, just a little bit of oil on the face. I use a face oil. I feel like it just locks in the hydration. I don't know. It just does. And so that's my my finishing touch. And then if my lips are dry, I'll put on a little bit of lip balm. And listen, I'm not picky about the lip balm. I'll use whatever the fuck I have. And that's the nighttime skincare. And to be honest, it's pretty simple. It's pretty short, but I found that less is more. I'm keeping it as limited as possible. And I found that my skin is just happier that way. It's just happier that way. And last but not least, staying off the internet as much as possible. Listen, I enjoy the internet. I enjoy consuming things on the internet. I really do. And actually at times it brings me joy. You know, there's YouTube videos that I watch, TV shows that I watch, Instagram, people on Instagram that I follow or stalk that genuinely bring me joy or inspire me. Like the internet is not all bad, right? But I have to have boundaries with it. And I'm not going to lie. It is an ongoing journey. I don't know if I'll ever fucking figure it out. I don't know if I'll ever have it in a really healthy place. I think it's always going to be a push and a pull, like trying to get it to this right homeostasis where it's net positive or net neutral. Ideally net positive, but at least net neutral, right? Homeostasis, okay? That's doable. Having it be beneficial, I think it's possible too, but it's much harder. It's so important for me to have boundaries with the phone and with the internet and with the computer so that I make sure that I'm living in the real world too, you know? I tend to consume internet content while I'm eating, okay? Like when when I'm eating breakfast, when I'm eating lunch, if I'm having dinner alone, when I'm eating dinner, or when I'm doing chores, you know, I'll like listen to a podcast or listen to a YouTube video or watch a YouTube video. And at the end of my workday before bed, I like to wind down with a little bit of media, you know? But other than that, I really try to stay off it. And ideally, if I can, I try to replace those moments with other activities. Like, can I get lunch with a friend? Could I listen to music while I'm eating instead? Like I try to see like, hey, do I need this internet time? And sometimes I really want it and sometimes I don't. But having good boundaries with the internet is huge. Uh, And it's tough for all of us. 
but creating specific times for internet usage and trying to pack your schedule with as many real life events as possible makes all the difference. And that's what I consistently try to do and upkeep. And that makes me feel really good. So that's it. That's sort of my wellness routine. Okay. You know, we covered a lot of things here inside and out. And I probably missed a bunch of stuff too, but that's all I could fucking think of. So there's my wellness routine. And I feel like I'm able to do all of these things. And it's not like a full-time job. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have such a specific wellness routine that it literally takes me four hours a day to just participate in it. Like, it melds into my lifestyle. And I think that that's the way that you make it work, you know? And you also give yourself flexibility, too. And ultimately, your wellness routine has to make sense for you. It has to make you feel your best. Your wellness routine is going to look different than your friend, your parent, whatever. And so it's all about figuring out what makes you feel the best. And also, what's doable? Like, what can you actually do? Because a lot of times we put way too much on our plates, and then we just end up worse off, right? I don't know. Anyway, that's all I have to say. That's my wellness routine. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, new episodes of Anything Goes every Thursday and Sunday. You can stream anywhere you stream podcasts, but video is exclusive on Spotify. And you can follow Anything Goes at Anything Goes on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Emma Chamberlain. Check out my coffee company, Chamberlain Coffee. Go on chamberlaincoffee.com. Find us in a store on the store locator or order online. And that's it. Thank you all for listening and hanging out. It was my absolute pleasure. And I hope that you enjoyed it and had fun with me. And if you did, tune in next week and the week after that 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 and the week after that. Okay, talk to you later. Love you.